You're listening to the Amplified Podcast, where we discuss topics related to being a student here at the University of Michigan. Hey guys, welcome back for season two of the Amplified Podcast. I'm Elias, and with me is June. Hello. And we have a really exciting season planned for you guys. But before we get into episode one, which is our back to school episode, uh, there's a little bit of housekeeping. Now, first, we're live. We're in an actual set. We have a bookcase, we got mics, we got this optimized, this could be you check, which we'll get into in a second. Um, We have a new logo, which if you're watching on Spotify or YouTube, you should see that too. Um, And now for those of you who are back on campus and actually experiencing life around as a a U of M student, we have um, some cool events coming up that I think uh, you'd be interested in. Our first one is our Amplify Nights. So, do you want to give a little bit of explanation what those are? Yeah. So, Amplify Nights is something we were doing pre-pandemic, um, and we finally are able to do them again now that uh, we're all back in person. So, they're held here in the LSNA building, and essentially, it's an opportunity for transfer students to meet each other. Um, but don't don't feel like you have to be a transfer student to come. You could also be a non-traditional or a first gen or an international or really anyone is welcome to come. We have free food. We'll also be giving away a lot of free merch. So free shirts, free mugs, free stickers um, and other prizes as well. We'll play games. I heard some planning earlier about uh, an uh, like a caramel apple making for the fall at some point. So each each Amplify night will be something a little bit different. Um, some of them will be a little more low key and lax. Some of them will have more planned activities, but either way, it's an opportunity for you all to come and meet us. We'll often be there. Um, it also will be an opportunity for you to meet other other people who have have their own stories just like you do. So please come through, it's every other Monday um let us know if you need more details um you will have more details in the in the youtube description so and i'll throw up if you're watching uh on the video i'll throw up a little um uh, flyer for you to kind of get a little bit more information um now we also have our sic or social innovation challenge for optimize coming up and obligatory elevator pitch um optimize helps student helps students develop projects that aim to make a positive impact we provide workshops, mentorships, and a chance to get up to $10,000 for your project. This could be you. Um, the application takes less than five minutes. And you can submit either a project you're working on, an idea for a new project, an, a problem or issue you want to explore, or just kind of, so whatever you have in mind, you can bring to the table and we'll help you develop that along the way. Uh, your focus can be impacted, um, your focus can be on any I- impact you are passionate about making. We'll help you do it. Students of all ages are welcome, and all majors are welcome. So stop waiting for someone else to change the world and ask yourself, why why not not me? I messed that up. (laughs) Why not me? I'm trying to to address you guys, but yeah, it's why not me? This could be you. Um, With that being said, um, the last thing is the Transfer Student Center is finally open, and we can actually go in there and hang out and study and meet a lot of cool people. If you want to meet Dallas, he was on, uh, I think, the uh, diversity panel episode last season. Um, he's always in there, and he's always a good time. He was on the classism episode. Oh, he was? <laughs> yeah. There goes my memory, right? <laughs> what even was the last year? Yeah, exactly. Didn't happen. 
Um, time's not real. That's fine. But yeah, um, <laughs> that's our housekeeping out of the way. I think with that being said, June, first of all, how was your day on campus? Um, it's, it's different, uh, definitely than it was for a while there during the pandemic, getting up and having to actually leave my bed <laughs> is, is difficult in comparison to what I think a lot of us were used to last year, you know, with online classes, just kind of laying around or sitting at a desk in your room all day. It's way busier now. I've been riding my bike to class most days using that beautiful protected bike lane that we have in Ann Arbor, oh, yeah. which I highly recommend you use if you can, uh, because Ann Arbor traffic is horrendous. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been very different. It's been an adjustment, but it's also very exciting. It's exciting being on campus again, feeling that excitement of meeting new people, seeing people in person yeah. and really that that energy that you just don't get in the virtual setting so yeah i i don't know it's been good it's been good but it's also been a big big shift from what we've been used to the last year so i'm I'm still getting used to it i think yeah same like i remember last year we we're talking about how it was so difficult to be back on uh or to be on like zoom you and like going through like those zoom classes and nothing was in person and now I'm back on campus and I'm realizing that all the distractions that I had when I was sitting at my desk at home are just new now. There's a different form of distraction. Yes. Oh my gosh. So an example of this would be how on Zoom, I always felt distracted by anything that was happening in my house that was going on around me. But now I'm in class and so-and-so is rustling through their bag next to me and this person in front of me is online shopping so i'm like looking at their screen the whole time and these people have the sniffles or the coughs and so it's just all of this noise and distraction people mumbling over here and and those are things that weren't happening on zoom that i kind of had forgotten were like the reality of in-person classes so as as you were saying it's not that there aren't distractions the distractions are just different yeah exactly. now than they were online so and like I don't know. It's also weird to have to, like, you know, attend your class at a certain time every single day because, like, you have in-person lectures. Um, so, like, the schedule of it, like, the rigid schedule of it is still something that I'm getting used to. Um, but that being said, a lot of my professors have switched over to doing, like, a hybrid thing mm -hmm. where they have the in-person lecture, but are also recording uh, their lecture capture and throwing up onto Canvas. Which I, if there's one good thing about school during the pandemic, it's that, it's that that became normalized because like being able to just go back and catch up on like old lectures that you might have missed or just like re getting that information for you is so helpful. Um, but I've been spending a lot more time on campus. Like, like, okay, again, the transfer student center, I've been there a lot, um, I've been in the office too, just like studying and optimize office. Yep. Is, is always nice, which another quick plug. If you want a snack or some coffee, please come to the optimize office. We're literally right when you first walk into the LSA building off of state off, you know, the state entrance, please come through, eat yeah. a snack, have some coffee, talk to some optimized people, learn more about the social innovation challenge. People are generally around. And so it's, you know, don't be shy. Please come visit us. 
Yeah. Um, I've been trying to, like... So I've been walking down to class pretty much every day. Because parking is just such a pain. Especially, like, if you're going to be gone for, like, five hours or something like that. You don't want to pay, like, six, seven dollars for parking every single day. But, um... I've been walking, uh, like, from our house to campus, which isn't too far. It's, like, a 20-minute walk. But um, one of the things that has been absolutely killing me is just trying to figure out the transportation now. Mm. Because I feel like we were operating at such low capacity during, like, the, like all of last year. Like, no one was in, in the city. And now that everyone kind of, like, has flooded back into town... All of these, like the bus lanes, it took, uh, or the bus system, whatever, it took him forever to figure out what was going on. And I remember hearing people just get passed by buses because they're like full. And I get it, like there's like COVID restrictions now, but it just doesn't make sense to me that you would then limit the amount of buses and then just fill each bus to the brim with people. That didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, Not to mention how frustrating that is. I was also, I was told a story by one of our transfer bridge fellows about how, yeah, she was at the bus stop at the beginning of the first couple weeks of the school year and it would usually just pass right by her. And she's a commuter student. So that really would kind of mess up her whole schedule of when she was planning on getting to campus and trying to get to class and all of this stuff. And so it, it definitely seemed like a bit of a cluster um, it seems or sounds like it's been working out a little bit better, but yeah. I don't know if that's because a lot of people have just decided to use other methods Yeah. Um, because the bus system has been somewhat unreliable. But I think that there does seem to be a lot of kinks to coming back to campus um, when everything was, as you said, kind of down for a year and now everyone's back and trying to pick up where we left off. But to be expected, there's been some bumps along the way. Yeah, like, sometimes, like, my only concern is, like, when it gets to be, you know, winter, come winter. Like, right now I'm fine with walking, but <laughs> I'm just, like, I don't want to trudge through, snow, like, Michigan winter snow mm-hmm. um, to get to and from campus. Like, I need to figure out some, I should have bought, like, a parking pass, you know, at the beginning of the, uh, the semester or something like that. Because, like, I have my car with me, but, like, again, you don't want to pay every single day for, like, 10 bucks worth of parking. Right. Just buy a Canada Goose uh, jacket. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, just simply just, do that. Yeah. They're coming out again. I, I've, oh, I've yeah. Seen, I've, I've seen, seen a few people. on campus. I don't, I, for any of our listeners who are, who are wondering about this, it's kind of a running joke uh, on at U of M about how many people have Canada Goose jackets, especially, um, yeah, as soon as it gets, as it gets cold out, I started noticing this and I'd never seen it before. I'd never seen a jacket like that before. And then I looked it up out of curiosity, how much one was. They're over a thousand dollars. These coats. Um, and I mean like, wow, they look great. They look very warm. No hate at all towards anyone who has a Canada Goose coat. But, you know, for for someone like me and maybe some of you who are like more low income students, it's just unbelievable. Um, yeah, maybe, I'm, you know, I'll save my pennies. Maybe one day I'll <laughs> have a Canada, Canada Goose jacket. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I that's how I know made I've it. made it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> But no, like, 
That's something too that I've noticed. Like, yeah, there's a lot. There's the Canada Goose Jackets coming out, but there's also a lot more people just like on campus um, and enjoying themselves. But one of the things also is that there's a lot more people inside the actual classrooms themselves. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like when I came back, I thought we we're gonna do like, um, like some distancing. Like my mm-hmm. first class, I think um there was some distancing but i think it's just because people weren't showing up to the lectures like an 8 30 lecture <laughs> it was like no so then yeah that could just be like the normal michigan thing where no one wants to sit next to anybody um but after that all my other classes were just like packed with people and like i get it we're doing like the masks but it kind of seems like i don't know it almost defeats the purpose like if we're that close in another Totally. That's something that I've been a little concerned about. Yeah, I agree. I think I have probably my biggest class right now is roughly 150 to 200 people. And almost every seat is full. And it's in Angel Hall, which for those of you who are familiar with the very cramped auditorium seats in there, we're basically elbow to elbow. Um, So it does seem a little strange that I I was expecting it to maybe be in every other seat situation when we first came back, you know, the little X on every other spot of like, don't sit here, you know, and it have some semblance of distance as you were saying, but does not seem to be the case. Yeah, no, like, and I've heard like a number of, you know, classes with like COVID incidences happening in them where like, like, I got, like, a, one of my classes actually had, like, a COVID case. But, like, um, I don't know what you're supposed to do about that. Like, mm-hmm. because you're, you're sitting so close to everybody that, like, I feel like this is just, like, a prime opportunity for, like, stuff to spread. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. but you went to the game. How was that? Because that, like, is a similar kind of situation. Well, okay. So, I had never been to a Michigan game before. And so of course I wanted to have the experience and I will be completely honest. I really could not care less about football. Um, <laughs> I know that might hurt for some people to hear, <laughs> but Michigan I really don't care. Um, but I do have FOMO, really bad fear of missing out. So I I ultimately did really want to go to a game just to say that I've been to one. And so when our lovely roommate Stephanie invited me to go with her and her partner, we decided to go and we actually didn't sit in the student section. There is a section at the games where all most of the students sit. Um, but because uh, my roommate's partner isn't a student, we just ended up sitting elsewhere, which was fine with me. Um, But it it really was surprising to me that because we were technically outside, no one had to wear masks. And that seems strange when I have to wear a mask in class for, you know, a discussion section that's only got 15 people in it. Yeah. But here I am in a stadium that quite literally had over a hundred thousand people in it and no one is wearing a mask. Um, again, technically we're outside, but we're crammed in there. You know, there was no social distancing whatsoever and a lot of, you know, hanging around each other, singing and um, it it was fun. It was fun. Um 
but it was also it seemed it seemed a little hypocritical on behalf of the of the university to really be acting like the pandemic is still happening and so we need to be vigilant on campus and you know the vaccine mandate and the masks and in class but yet you can pack a hundred thousand people into the stadium and that's totally fine doesn't doesn't make a ton of sense to me um if you are personally feeling like you wouldn't feel safe in that environment definitely take that into consideration before going to a game um because very very few people were wearing masks and um also i just want to say that that was the worst pretzel i've ever had in my <laughs> life okay we got we got those jumbo pretzels that usually smack and it was the worst pretzel i've ever eaten in my life Damn. if you go to a game don't get the pretzel okay just don't just don't do it pizza was fine um, <laughs> I'm just looking out for you guys, okay? Yeah, exactly. Don't waste your hard-earned money on one of those raggedy pretzels, okay? I'm saying. Um, something else that happened during the game, too, actually, was it happened... I went to the game that was on the 20th anniversary of 9-11, and so it was very, very uh, patriotic, the halftime show, which I assume are usually pretty patriotic, but for the sake of um remembering the anniversary of the terrorist attack um they really really drove that home and um for those of you who are non-traditionals like me some of you may remember 9-11 i was eight years old when 9-11 happened i do remember and it, it was strange though to think that a lot of my classmates who were there at the game have no actual memory yeah, of, true. of it. And so the, so it also felt, I don't know, like there was some kind of distance there that I was feeling of how I was interpreting remembering 9-11 versus how people who don't actually remember 9-11 were interpreting the, the yeah. halftime show and the speeches that kind of, you know, there was a little bit of a speech that kind of happened. And, you know, it was interesting. And so... It, it does seem like politics has become a little bit more integrated into sports and in football and, you know, just as we've all followed the the news and things. Um, so it's something to keep in mind, too. If you go to a game, there might be some things that are said or um, expressed that, that that might be kind of interesting to you, good or bad or otherwise. Um, it was like a whole package experience, I guess you could say. It wasn't just a football game. There was also a lot of other stuff going mm-hmm. on. The halftime show was actually very cool because the the marching band or the it's, that's what they're called, yeah, right? Marching the marching band. band. Yeah. Um, they they put on an amazing performance and did a really really cool, um, you know, like a choreographed dance and with the lights and it was that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it's it's it was an experience. The tickets were kind of expensive um, if you're not in the student section, um, but if you are thinking about going to a game, you know, just keep some of those things in mind. And also, if you want to go to a game but you don't really know who to go with, um, again, come on down to the transfer student center. Come to Amplify Nights. Meet other transfer students. There's probably other students like you who would like to have some of these experiences but don't really know who to go with. Let's get a group together, you know, honestly. um, You know, and represent 
at the yeah. game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, just just don't feel uh, be afraid to reach out and and let us know if if you want to do something like that. I would go to another game, especially if it was with a group. Yeah, you know, if we could get a group yeah. together. Um, so stay tuned for something like that, um, or reach out to us if you've got any ideas for for fun Ann Arbor stuff you'd like to do um, with us as a crew. I have been like, you know, enjoying the campus experience. Like, um, you know, there's a whole bunch of places that like coming back like are staples of like um, the Ann Arbor experience, like Joe's Pizza. Um, getting like as much bubble tea as you possibly can <laughs> um which has been like i've been staying on campus um throughout like the summer so like i still was able to do that during the summer but it's nice to have like all my friends back into town everyone's kind of like here now so you can go and do that as a group and kind mm-hmm. of like really feel what it's like to be you know a student here in the city like where i feel like like last year also, I was living on North Campus, which, if you live on North Campus, I'm sorry, but <laughs> there's nothing to do up there. Um, I lived there for two years, and, like, uh, now finally living in the city has been, like, really refreshing because everything's right out front, right outside of your door. Um, like, we went to go film um, for the Amplify TikTok, which links in the description. Um we went to go film at Totoro's, um, which will be coming in a future episode as we were talking about restaurants and stuff. But, um, like, doing stuff like that again is so much fun. It's so fun. Like, it's... I miss it so much. Like, I'm definitely, like, a, the type of guy who needs to be, like, constantly going out and, like, doing stuff. Um, otherwise, I just get super bored. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just stuck Same, and that's why I'm poor. Yep, same. <laughs> um, but having, like everything at your fingertips again, being able to do all the things that are so quintessentially Ann Arbor and so like stereotypically Ann Arbor, Mm -hmm. like the bubble tea, like getting NYPD at like ungodly hours of the night. Um, I've been going out to the graffiti alley a lot and like putting stuff up there. Drunk karaoke at Cirque. Yeah, like all that stuff is just so quintessentially Ann Arbor. And now that we get to do it again, it's, it's just the best thing in the world. Yeah, it is very exciting. I will say that. I live, well, Elise and I live together actually yes. with two other optimized people. So hence Opti House is the name of our home. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's just been a different experience than last year because I feel like I have friends in my house and on the weekends we can like do stuff plan yeah. like oh let's do this and earlier today actually right before we recorded we all were like eating in the opti you know eating dinner together in the opti office and things like that were just not possible when we were virtual this past year not not in this way and so it's been really exciting i agree to like be yeah. able to walk downtown and be around and I will say, though, that anyone listening to this who hasn't come to Ann Arbor yet or who has just gotten here and is still feeling kind of unsure of what to do, that's totally normal. When I first came to Ann Arbor, I had no idea where even was like a good place to eat or what is there to do. I hardly knew anyone. I felt pretty alone. And and that's that's pretty normal. But again come down to LSA, exactly. 
meet us, come to Amplify Nights, meet other people. And I guarantee you there are people out here who want to go do that stuff with you and discover some of that. And we are going to have future episodes where yeah. we talk about things that you can do in Ann Arbor, restaurants that are good, um, and just, you know, have Amplify Nights and, and things like that where you can really kind of start to make this place home. It took me, I've, this is going to be my third year here at U of M and I'm just really starting to feel like I do have community here. It took so long. Don't make it take that long for you. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Like, I really dragged my ass on that. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm saying don't, don't spend all that time feeling lonely. Come on down. Cause there really be is a rich community already in place here mm -hmm. that like, it's really easy to just get involved mm -hmm. and just like be a part of it and kind of. Put your foot in that door so so yeah come on down check out what we have to offer here in the lsa building um come to our amplify nights they're a lot of fun oh and i think this goes without saying but all of our events have free food so just saying at the very least come get, get free, free dinner come on okay at um, the very least again and free stuff free shirts free shirts free shirts you know free swag all right. And don't be shy. Seriously. Yeah. Um, so thank you listeners for tuning into the new season. We have future episodes on the way about extracurriculars and Ann Arbor for folklore, which I'm really excited That's so about. Awesome. That's the next episode. That's going to be the next one. So stay tuned for that. Don't forget to come down to our office for free snacks and coffee, um, free, free swag. Don't be shy. And we will see you soon. Peace. The Amplify podcast is supported by Optimize, an organization here at U of M that empowers students to be creative in how we serve each other and our communities near and far. To learn more about Optimize programming, please visit optimizemi.org. If you have topics you'd like to hear discussed, let us know at rayburnj at umich.edu and follow us on our adventures on TikTok at Amplify Umich. Thanks and be well.